looking around for the phone number, it's 1-800-39-ONLINE. 1-800-396-6546. Online tonight. Silent but deadly. Now, from the craziest city on the planet, this is Online Tonight, on the air toll-free at 1-800-39-ONLINE, 1-800-396-6546. And now, the host of Online Tonight, Max. I am Max. Thank you so much for joining us on Online Tonight. We greatly appreciate it, where we talk about tech, pop culture, and more. And obviously, the more is going to be this incredible game that we had this evening. Uh... We're going to definitely talk quite a bit about that, and I'm very excited about it. I want a special thanks out to uh, Ramsfam for telling me how to watch it online because I wasn't uh, sure because I had canceled my YouTube TV subscription, but was able to uh, get it thanks to Ramsfam. So appreciate that, and we will definitely talk about it. Would love to talk to you. Give us a call toll-free, 1-800-39-ONLINE, 1-800-396-6546 is our toll-free telephone number. You can also send us a text and an email. Our text is 951-395-1017. Again, 951-395-1017. And the email address, show at onlinetonight.com. This portion of the show is brought to you by Mint Mobile. Hey. It's not Ryan Reynolds. Mint Mobile is cheaper than those big carriers. So you don't have to buy your socks from the thrift store. Ew. And it must be good, because Ryan's mom was in a commercial. Go get something good at OLTTV.com slash mint. That's OLTTV.com slash mint. I don't have to spell mint right. The phone lines are open, 1-800-39-ONLINE. Victoria is taking your calls and is going through your text and emails. Victoria wants to know, are you going to mention the fact that you lost the puppy bowl? Nope. I wasn't going to talk about that, but Team Fluff just couldn't beat Team Rough. So, But that's okay. My team won the big game, and it was... I thought it was a fantastic game. A lot of people are saying, you know, it was one of the worst games that they've ever seen and uh, things like that. I I disagree. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it, was very pleased. We ended up watching the Super Bowl on Paramount Plus, which seemed like a pretty normal viewing experience. There was, there was a little bit of a delay. Uh, however, at one point, I paused the game. There, I actually had two little things that I thought were kind of screwy. <clears throat> Excuse me. The first one was the um, at times the audio was weird, especially when Usher was singing. The audio was was strange on especially on our end. I went. Uh, I'm going to watch the DVR version of it later and see if um, if you know that problem was just on Paramount Plus or whatever. I did pause at one point to you know gr- get something. Uh, I like to watch the commercials as well as the game, so that was part of part of it probably. But I, un, when I unpaused it, it jumped ahead, so I had to rewind. I thought that was weird. I don't I don't know what causes that, um, but I'm glad that it was uh, didn't go too much longer the game. Otherwise, I wouldn't have been here with you today in the studio. 
uh, or I would have been very distracted trying to watch it while trying to share with you all the news and excitement. Uh, I wasn't the only one that watched it. A bunch of other people watched it. Apparently, uh, you know, more people. I don't know. I'm, I'm curious to see what the ratings are going to be tomorrow to see if more. It seemed to me like more people were watching it than before. Even this people up in the space station got a chance to uh, talk about the Super Bowl and, and Taylor Swift. So that was that was pretty neat. Uh, I don't know who they were rooting for, but the apparently the NASA guys got to go up there and watch part of the game. And um, I shouldn't say guys because I, I think uh, I think Laurel and Jasmine are up there, right? So uh, the people up in the space station got a chance to to check it out. And I will have to see if they put an interview up there for us to look at. So that would be pretty neat. Speaking of space, SpaceX Starship could break NASA's spaceflight record, according to Elon Musk. Uh, After a brief lull during which it developed a bunch of different rockets capable of conducting uh, some test flights, X is back as they are uh, shipping a booster and a ship for – Deployment, I guess. There's been delays. This is like the second or third delay that they've had. And they are still trying, uh, you know, to make sure that everything is is uh, efficient and safe and uh, all that stuff. The FFA share the FAA share that SpaceX is yet to meet uh, some documents. I guess they have to get uh, like third-party licenses and documentation, and and then they have to share that with the FAA to get approval to to, uh, to fly it out. And I don't know where they're launching the next one from, if it's going to be from the West Coast or the East Coast, but I like watching their videos and seeing their reactions. It's, it's kind of fun. Meanwhile, back on Earth, Microsoft obviously had their Super Bowl com- commercial, and their commercial was basically saying, hey, we're an AI company now, and you should really check out our our new uh, our new products. They showed a few commercials with people using the Copilot, and I I grabbed Copilot recently. I still have some issues with AI because it the information that it has is old. I asked for something that came out last week, and it referred me back to something uh, from June of 2023. So. It doesn't meet my need in, in certain areas. Now, when it comes to generating computer code or digital art and things like that, I, I enjoy playing with that. I, I find that to be working and effective, but it doesn't, uh, it, you know, some of the some of the things I need on a daily basis, like hour to hour, uh, it's it can't give it to me yet. And I'm, I'm hoping that's going to get fixed sometime soon. I thought GPT-4, chat GPT 4.0, and uh, the new Gemini, I thought they were, especially Google's. I would think that because they, you know, scrape the web pages on a on a daily, hourly basis, that I would get more up to date information. But apparently, I'm not getting it. Another interesting thing about the Super Bowl commercial from Microsoft is it's the first time in over four years that they've really ad, you know, done some some uh, ads on there from from my understanding. And so they are. 
you know, it's nice to have them back. They are one of the the richest companies on the stock market. I mean, it, they battle between Apple. I think the three right now that are the top. It's Sunday night. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna look it up. Uh, I believe just in the past, the Apple, Microsoft, and Tesla all kind of you know fight for the uh, the the. Uh, you know what I thought was interesting. Just real quick aside. Not that I know anything about the markets, is that it took a while to get to the trillion dollar mark, but now they're all uh, now they're in the multi trillions. Apparently, Apple and Microsoft and people like that. So there you go. Of course, Google Maps is supercharging their uh, service now with AI. So Google is experimenting with the uh, LLM, a large language model help users discover more places on Google Maps, according to The Verge. Uh, Google is bringing their AI to Maps, and some of the features will answer questions about restaurants, shopping recommendations. It will uh, analyze where you are and and be able to sort out between like 200-plus million places and, and reviews and things like that. And so it's going to be able to give you some good assistance in that area so that you're going to be able to make some better choices. And of course, there is a new pair of glasses. They're about $350 and they are called the frame from a company. Uh, what was the name of the company? Brilliant labs. And they are now bringing a AI super powered, uh, AI, AR glasses to you and you can do some web searches, some translation, visual analysis of things that are in front of you. So that will be a lot of fun. So my question to you at 1-800-39-ONLINE, would love to hear from you, is do you think that AR glasses, you know, that just look like regular sunglasses are more appropriate for you? Or are you more interested in things like the Quest or the Apple Vision Pro? So that's what I'd love. That's what I'd love to find out. It's online tonight. I am Max. Stay tuned. This is Geek Speak, where we take a tech term and we turn it into plain English right before your very ears. This hour's Geek Speak is IFB. This portion of the show is powered by Anchor. I've used Anchor products, uh, but I didn't realize they are the number one mobile charging brand with over 200 million products sold worldwide. They've been a pioneer in the charging technology for over 10 years. I'm very interested in the Powerhouse 767. Think of it as a giant battery-operated generator. It has 13 charging ports and outlets, great for RVs, outdoor recreation, and you can use it for home backup. Find all the amazing Anchor products at OLTTV.com slash Anchor. That's OLTTV.com slash A-N-K-E-R. Now, IFB. Have you ever wondered what that little curly thing is hanging from your sports anchor's ear? 
Well, it's called an IFB or an interruptible, interruptible foldback. Uh, it is a monitoring or queuing system used in television, filmmaking, video production, and radio broadcast for one-way communications from the director or the assistant director to the air talent or camera operators. The name comes from the Telex, IFB, and then a, a, a number like a, you know 470 or whatever. Uh, IFB is often facilitated using an earpiece that the on-air person wears to get cues, feedback, or direction from the control room. The earpiece itself may also be referred to as the IFB. Sometimes IFB is accomplished by the director talking to off-camera personnel who uh, use the visual cues to then tell the on-camera talent. So I used to use these on a TV show that I directed. Uh, We would tell the cameraman, camera person, uh, when to move the camera or do a close-up or zoom out. And then we also told the host what we were about to play, like if we were going to play an asset, like a replay or a, a video clip of someone dancing or something. Um, and, you know, sometimes that didn't work. So then we would have to tell the host, hey, you're still on camera. You know, that's not going to play correctly. So let's go ahead and move on. And so that's uh, that's this hour's Geek Speak, IFB. If you ever wondered what was hanging from their ear, that's what it is, IFB. Online tonight. If redness, swelling, or irritation occurs, increase your listening time by one hour per day. This is Online Tonight. Now, here's Max. Well, you know, there's always a battle in the video game industry, and, uh, you know, who is number one? It's always the, the question. Is it the Xbox Series X or S, or is it the PlayStation 5? Well, it looks like Sony has sold around double the number of Xbox Series X and S, according to uh, data shared uh, in a recent um, interactive earnings report. Take two interactive. Uh, this came from GameSpot. On one slide of the the gaming company shared that 77 million of its of the Gen Nine consoles have been sold as of December 30th, 2023. Uh, while the figure doesn't give exact insights, uh, it does look like uh, s- this complements what Sony is saying, that that they sold over 50 million PS5s. Microsoft usually keeps the numbers very quiet. But with Take-Two's information in mind, uh, you can do the math and you can figure out that 50 million PS5s have been sold and about 27 million Xbox Series S's have been sold and it'll be interesting now to see if those numbers will continue their their pace now that the Xbox Slim uh, came out and we're going to see what kind of mid-gen refresh we're going to get from Microsoft. Uh, there are some documents that were recently leaked that says that Microsoft is planning on uh, offering a, a mid, mid-gen upgrade sometime near Christmas of this year or towards the fall of this year. So that'll be very uh, interesting. And we'll have to see if um, Microsoft decides to start bundling some games like the Indiana Jones and the Great Circle Game or Starfield or Hi-Fi Rush or something like that. It'll be interesting to see where we go. In more video game news, the Switch 2 
will apparently be backwards compatible with the original Switch games. I would hope so. This is always something that, you know, has bothered me. Why do I not currently have a PS5? Because the the I am obsessed with a game on the PS3, and it is not – it does – from what I understand, it works fine on the PS4, but I still – fire up my PS3 more often than than anything else, and I do not have a PS5 yet. I'm seriously considering grabbing a Slim with the Spider-Man bundle, uh, but I'm not there yet. So a reliable leaker has said that the Nintendo Switch 2, uh, or what Nintendo might call the Super Nintendo Switch, uh, will will be backwards compatible with the Switch games. And uh, I, I would think i would sure hope that nintendo wouldn't do something foolish like uh make that not work that seems that seems silly to me that would be like um any i mean you could look at anything get a firmware upgrade on your dvd player or you get an update for your operating system and then none of your apps work that would i mean that would be silly wouldn't it be silly or is it just me let me know what you think 1-800-39-ONLINE also, here's a quick list of some of the games that are going to be released in February. Just thought I would share some of these. Um, Grand Blue Fantasy Relink for the P- uh, PS4, PS5, and the PC. That came out at the beginning of the month. Uh, Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League. That uh, also is available for the PS5, the Xbox Series S and X, as well as the PC. That came out on the 2nd. Let's see what day is today. Let's do something that's coming out in the future. So I guess um, on Wednesday, Tomb Raider Remastered is expected. It's going to be available on the Switch, a PC, the PlayStation, and the Xbox. Skull and Bones, Mario and Donkey Kong's coming out on uh, Friday, both of those. And the Mario and Donkey Kong is Switch only. Skull and Bones is for PC, PS5, uh, Xbox, things like that. Is there anything in particular that you're overly looking forward to? I don't know. I think the big uh, the big news, at least in some of the circles, I have a a daughter, and so occasionally we get um, weird. I'm not sure how I want to word it. Let's just say they're looking forward to a Princess Peach on show t- Princess Peach Showtime coming to the Switch on March second. And then one last chapter in regards to uh, The Last of Us. The creator of that has said, I still have lots of ideas. I still have lots of concepts. So if we can uh, get Naughty Dog to come out and commit, I would be happy to work with them on a, on a third version of the game. So there you go. What kind of games are you playing these days? Give us a ring, 1-800-39-ONLINE, 1-800-396-6546. You can also text us, 951-395-1017, or you can email show at onlinetonight.com. I'm Max. It's Online Tonight. Stay tuned.
We're on the air live tonight, 1-800-39-ONLINE. 1-800-396-6546 is the number. Online tonight. The strongest, the most decent, the most caring, the wisest, and the healthiest man I know. Oh, thank you. And thank you for joining me. Greatly appreciated. 24 minutes before the hour. My name is Max. The name of the show is Online Tonight. Our toll-free telephone number, 1-800-39-ONLINE. 1-800-396-6546. Toll-free. Love to hear from you. You can also send a text and an email. But more on that in just a moment. This portion of the show is brought to you by Mint Mobile. Hey, it's not Ryan Reynolds. Mint Mobile is cheaper than those big carriers, so you don't have to buy your socks from the thrift store. Ew. And it must be good, because Ryan's mom was in a commercial. Go get something good at OLTTV.com slash mint. That's OLTTV.com slash mint. I don't have to spell mint, right? Phone lines are open, 1-800-39-ONLINE, 1-800-396-6546. You can also reach us by text or email. Text 951-395-1017. Email show at onlinetonight.com. Now, the text and email are really one way. We can't really have a dialogue if you'd love to uh, ask a question or share with me the uh, answers to the questions I asked earlier about what video games you're looking forward to, what consoles you're playing with. Um, you know, am I ready for the PS5? Should I just wait? Those kinds of things. Let me know. I am getting a lot of text and emails from buddies saying that they, their bets were good or bad. Uh, apparently, uh, the over and under from Vegas was 47 and a half. And I believe if I do the math correctly, it was 47. So they didn't win. Um, some yardages from certain players. Some were over quite a bit. Some were well under. Um, my my one buddy is yelling at me because Taylor Swift's boyfriend didn't make a touchdown. Uh, I I didn't do anything silly. I just I just uh, you know said what team I thought was going to win, and I'm looking forward to my next trip in Vegas so I can cash my my ticket, uh, which will be probably in April when we go to NAB. So lots of lots of football stuff. I'm still hoarse. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm a little hoarse from yelling at the TV, both at uh, the place I was before, and then I had to run off to the studio and and then watch the rest on Paramount Plus. So thank you again to Rams fan for pointing out Paramount Plus. Greatly appreciate it. Something that's not appreciated. <clears throat> Excuse me is that Ford is rethinking their EV strategy. They are working on um, a smaller, kind of a cheaper EV platform. The problem I have with that is I saw an interview not too long ago with Elon Musk, and he said, oh, yeah, we you know we could easily make a car that goes six, seven, eight, nine hundred miles, which is you know where I need to be personally. And he said, but nobody could afford it. The cost of the batteries and the weight that it would add – uh, is is uh, would price you out of the market. But apparently over at Ford Motor Company, they've had a small group working on a low-cost electric vehicle platform, uh, according to the CEO over there, Jim. I don't know Jim Farley's last name. It's Farley. Okay. 
And he revealed that there's a, they're working on a new platform that's going to make it easier for them to uh, kind of, you know, create a lower end thing. Now, you may remember that they came out with the Mustang Mach-E, the crossover, and it, it didn't really go maybe as well as they had hoped. I'm not sure what their, their final numbers were. And then, of course, the uh, that same kind of team took bold steps when they – when they made the fully electric version of the number one selling pickup truck, the F-150. The demand for, according to this article, demand for the electric F-150 Lightning appears to be strong, um, but due to a series of price hikes, the truck is a little bit more expensive than maybe uh, dealers and and people uh, were willing to, to, to deal with. And even though the Mustang... Electric, the Mach E is still selling. It's um, it's not it's not doing as well as they had hoped. So there you go, Ford rethinking their EV strategy, which may or may not be good. Porsche is very excited that they are uh, have extended the range and added fast charging to the the Taycan or the Taycan. I don't know how you say it. Uh, I don't speak. Porsche or Porsche, depending on, see, again, depending on who you, who you are. The problem with the 2025 Porsche Taycan, I'm going to say Taycan, uh, it comes in two different body styles. It comes in a sedan and a wagon, and it, is a, it has uh, several powertrain options that you can pick from, uh, rear-wheel drive, all-wheel drive. They start at $101,000, and they go up to about $220,000. And they'll be available later this fall. The uh, the Cross Turismo model will be available later this fall. It starts at one hundred and fifteen thousand dollars, and it's going to go to over two hundred and fifteen thousand dollars. That's absolutely crazy. If I'm going to spend two hundred thousand dollars, I'm going to get something like a NSX or maybe a used Lamborghini or something. I'm not going to buy an electric car for that kind of money. That seems crazy. Uh, you know, I look at Camrys, the hybrid Camrys or some of these other things and I say, man, where, you know, where are we in that space? And do I really want to spend that kind of money on on those things? I think we talked to you last week about Fisker entering the electric SUV market and they've already got a little bit of problems. You know, every every week or two we tell you about a Tesla recall or something like that. But apparently Fisker customers are um, concerned and have been reporting sudden loss of braking and some problems with the key fobs causing them to get locked inside or outside their vehicle. Uh, The seat sensors are not detecting that there's somebody there. So the seatbelt chime goes on or off or doesn't come on at all. And then the one that's most concerning to me is that some customers of the Fisker electric SUV have reported that the front hood just suddenly flies up in the middle of driving. And that, uh, that could be very, very, very concerning. I, I, I Knock on wood, I have been pretty lucky in that I've never had that where the, uh, the hood has flown up while I was driving. I, I would say probably – I mean, I've had a few weird car 
I tried to turn a Volkswagen into a convertible. And the way we cut the top off of it kind of messed it up. And so you could feel the frame flex. Um, and that was concerning. And then the other thing I, I've experienced it re- regarding cars and annoyances was one time I was driving with my cousin, Pam, and the windshield wipers didn't work. So I had to hang out the passenger side window and and move the arms back and forth so that she could see where she was going, where she was driving to, so that we would get there safely. I was soaking wet, but... I guess uh, she was able to see better, so so that's that's good. I guess uh, we talked about the prices of the Porsches. Apparently, the super rich are buying um, a lot of customized Rolls Royces and Lamborghinis. Uh, there's an article in CNN Business that uh, came out of Irvine, California, which is in Southern California, not too far from Disneyland, just south and a little bit south east of Los Angeles and Hollywood. And they said that automakers like Lamborghini, Ferrari, Bentley, and Rolls-Royce are doing pretty well, regardless of uh, what's going on with the economy. Uh, Lamborghini has sold over 10,000 vehicles last year for the first time ever, and Ferrari is up more than 17% in their revenue. Um, And what they're finding is, is that people want to customize the cars and wait. They don't mind waiting. So you don't, they don't, uh, Lamborghini, Bentley customers, I guess, aren't going to the showroom anymore and just buying what's there. They want very special things. They want special leather. They want special colors. They want, you know, uh, menus and, uh, you know, kind of customization on the dashboards and uh, different kind of little tables in the SUVs. And so the wealthiest buyers can then have their cars custom built, basically. And then they get what they want. So that's that's pretty neat. Tell us what you want. Uh, do you have a question regarding any tech stuff, pop culture stuff? Is there a cartoon or a comic book that you're looking forward to? Are you unhappy about the uh, representation of Madam Web? Uh, I had a little discussion about that. We're going to see that shortly. Uh, don't forget, we got a podcast. Head over to OnlineTonight.com where you can check it out. Stay tuned. Bookmark this. This hour's bookmark this is www.rottentomatoes.com slash browse slash movies underscore at underscore home. Brought to you by Southwest Airlines. Southwest offers flights to over 100 destinations in 42 states, plus Puerto Rico, Mexico, Central America, and the Caribbean. Find out about all the destinations you could include in your next vacation at olttv.com slash SWA. That's olttv.com slash SWA. If you're looking for a movie to watch for Valentine's date night or anytime, you can use the site, the site, uh, to search by genre, read synopses, and check out the cast, plus filter by streaming service. So, of course, you can find 
out how the uh, critics and real people feel about it. Head over to https colon slash slash www.rottentomatoes.com slash browse slash movies underscore at underscore home. That's this hour's bookmark this. Genetically modifying turkeys so they have five drumsticks. This is Online Tonight. Now, here's Max. All right, 1-800-39-ONLINE is our toll-free telephone number, 1-800-396-6546. Let us know what you're doing for Valentine's Day. Uh, I didn't really, I've never really thought about buying tech for Valentine's Day, but apparently there is some tech that you might be interested in getting for your loved one. One of the things that we found is something called the Soulmate 2.0 Touch Bracelets. They're currently on sale. Uh over at their website. What are they? Well, you can stay connected no matter where you are or how far apart you are from your loved one. When one person touches the bracelet, the other instantly feels a gentle vibration and sees a heart-shaped glow at the center, creating a beautiful and intimate connection. That's according to the description on their website. Um, Is that something that you would buy? Uh, for that amount of money, I, I, I don't know. I feel like it should maybe look a little different, uh, but I have never tried it. So I don't know. So I'm not going to really say anything. Another Valentine's day tech is the relationship app for couples. It's an app that is available. It's called between.us. So between.us. And it allow it's a mobile app for couples that are in love. You can chat and track anniversaries, share photos and videos, plan schedules together all in one private place. And you can check that out. It's available for not just your mobile devices like your iPhone or your Android. You can also get a desktop version for Windows and Mac OS. So maybe that's some Valentine's Day technology that you that you might be interested in. There's something called the dual heart charging cable. And what this one is at least a little bit more reasonable. It, it, okay, so it reminds me of the, the way I used to share my headphones. So I used to have a headphone splitter for my for my uh, either my Walkman or my my CD player, my portable CD player that I used to have. Had it used to have a lot of Sony things. So the Sony Walkman cassette player, I had that. The Sony the CD player, I had that. I also had a giant boombox. Uh, but I had this splitter where I could have, the, you know, I could either just use my headphones when I was by myself, but if I was with a friend or I was out on a date and we wanted to listen to music together or something, I had this splitter so that we could both have headphones and use it. This one is, the, is called the Cable for Two. It works on the iPhone. And... In the center, you know, where the where the Y is or where the split occurs so that it can feed multiple multiple things, it has a little heart shape in it. And so that's that's interesting. Now it's not it's not a headphone splitter. It's so that you can put two iPhones, plug in two iPhones into your USB port so that you can 
sync them or charge them without having to unplug the other one. Uh, so if you have a household where you share a computer and you know you have multiple family members that need to sync their music or download their photos or just get some extra power, uh, you can use this cable for two with a little heart in the middle. That's, that's pretty neat. Amazon uh, is promoting their Twinkly Candies. It's an app-controlled heart-shaped LED light that has 200 RGB, uh, I guess, uh, little – so it looks like, uh, looks like a string of lights that you might have at Christmas or Halloween, but they're hearts. And because it has RGB LEDs inside of it, up to 16 million colors, and it's about 40 feet. And it can be used uh, primarily inside. It's USB-C powered. And um, what's weird is it doesn't come with the adapter. So if, you, if you're interested in that, then you need to figure out how you're going to power it. But I guess you just use a USB power brick and then you – USB-C power brick. And then you, uh, you can plug that in and, and check that out. Is that something that you might hang near the – Dining room table as you're making your loved one something fancy, you know, get the candles out there and then and then set the mood with different colors. I'm assuming that you can control it with your phone. Um, yes, you can use a, a phone app to change the colors around. And it looks like you can – it's one of those segment ones where it's an LED where you can have part of it lit up in, say, red or pink and the other one can be lit up in, in – uh, light blue or purple. So uh, that looks like it might be a little bit of fun. I can think of a few things that that might be interesting to, to do. And of course, if you uh, are in a long distance relationship and you want to FaceTime or Zoom with somebody, you want to get a nice high quality camera. And so there's a 4K webcam with a clip and it works great with laptops and desktops depending on how you attach it to the monitor works on windows mac works with tablets uh and that is currently on sale over at the amazon so that might be something interesting if you missed any portion of the show feel free to head over to online tonight.com where you can check out the show notes we'll put the links there for the bookmark this and the things that we talk about in each segment of course we've got the podcast you can listen to it right there on the website But you can also subscribe to it on iTunes or just through the RSS feed, whatever works for you. So OnlineTonight.com is the best place to do that. I'm Max, Online Tonight. Stay tuned. Online Tonight is produced and copyrighted by Smart Family Media. All rights reserved. Host Maxwell Smart. Producer and other hats worn by Victoria Smart. Views and opinions expressed are those of the host, guest, and callers, and are not necessarily those of the station, its management, affiliates, or other advertisers. Taking your calls right now at 1-800-39-ONLINE, 1-800-396-6546.
Changes. Technology is just a bunch of wires connected to a bunch of other wires. Oh, really? So what's wrong with that? Can't seem to find any wires. And now, from the craziest city on the planet, this is Online Tonight. On the air, toll free at 1-800-39-ONLINE. 1-800-396-6546. And now, the host of Online Tonight, Max. Wow. Thank you so much. I am Max. This is Online Tonight, where we talk about the latest in tech, pop culture, and more. More usually includes food or nerdy stuff. We also answer your tech questions. You can give us a ring, 1-800-39-ONLINE. Also take your text and your emails. Our text is 951-395-1017. Again, 951-395-1017. Email the show by sending the message to show at onlinetonight.com. Show at onlinetonight.com. But really the best way is to give us a ring, 1-800-39-ONLINE, so we can have a conversation. This portion of the show is brought to you by Mint Mobile. Hey, it's not Ryan Reynolds. Mint Mobile is cheaper than those big carriers. So you don't have to buy your socks from the thrift store. Ew. And it must be good, because Ryan's mom was in a commercial. Go get something good at OLTTV.com slash mint. That's OLTTV.com slash mint. I don't have to spell mint, right? The phone lines are open, 1-800-39-ONLINE. Victoria's taking your calls, checking out your emails and your texts. And before we jump into news, got a lot of Apple news for you. Uh, still buzzing about that Super Bowl game. Amazing. Uh, again, I was at a location where we were watching it on the big screen. And then I had to pop down to the studio and was able to fire up the Paramount Plus and watch it there. Uh, again, a slight delay and some audio challenges. But in general, I thought the experience was pretty good. I'm curious about the pause. Uh, as I mentioned last hour, I paused at a certain point, And then when I hit resume, it, boom, it jumped you know, five, six, seven minutes forward. Uh, it, it, I was, it did look like I was able to rewind, but I, I didn't again because I knew I was a little bit behind. So I wanted to make sure I wasn't getting messages from other people. Uh, very curious that uh, several people that said that um, it seemed like there was a fix in, uh, but you know, I'm, I'm not sure. What do you think? One eight hundred thirty nine online. Do you think these things were? Uh, pre-approved or predetermined like a uh, wrestling match or some of the old boxing matches. Uh, I don't know. I think there's a lot of money on the line. All those players were going to get a bonus if they were going to win. So I don't know that it was necessarily uh, scripted, but what do I know? I'm not on the inside track. Something else I'm not on the inside track with necessarily is what's going to be included in the newest versions of iOS, but apparently a feature that I've been waiting for is going to appear in 17.4. If you have a, an Apple card, uh, you're going to now be able to get the virtual card numbers. I actually had thought that was there for a while, but I don't uh, I don't currently have one of their, their cards. But Apple Cash users are going to be able to set up the virtual card number uh, in 17.4 when shopping uh, using Apple Pay, if Apple Pay is not available, you're going to be able to generate a 
temporary credit card number. Uh, so that's that's pretty interesting. Apple Cash, as you may know, is Apple's prepaid debit card uh, that users have historically been able to use exclusively with Apple Pay. It had no cards, card numbers associated with it, but now you're going to be able uh, to do that. To set up, uh, based on the beta that it came out, to set up your virtual card, uh, to keep your card number safe, there's a security code for every transaction. Easily access this card number from Safari Autofill and use it to shop online when Apple Pay is not available. That's what Apple is saying. So that should be fun to check out. More Apple news, of course. If you have an Apple Watch, especially the 9 or the Ultra 2, apparently people are experiencing uh, phantom touches. Uh, Some customers are reporting that the Apple Watch Series 9 and Ultra 2 are experiencing false touches on their display, according to an Apple memo. Uh, Apple has said that customers may describe the issue as ghost touches. The issue may cause the screen on the affected Apple Watches to jump erratically or exhibit other unexpected behavior without the user ever touching the device. The memo said the issue can uh, also result in an Apple Watch starting a phone call unintentionally or some other things, and they want to make sure that um, that uh, that doesn't happen. So they're looking into it. That's great. Apple has instructed technicians not to repair any of the affected Apple Watch models while it investigates. So in the meantime, technicians are told to ask customers who are experiencing the issue to force a restart of the Apple Watch by holding down the digital crown and uh, slide the button over for at least 10 seconds and uh, then wait for the Apple logo to appear. So if you have a Apple Watch Series 9 or Ultra 2, uh, those were released in September of 2023. So if you have one of the newer watches, uh, keep an eye out on it. And if it is, then definitely uh, share it via feedback on the Apple page. Apple wants you to know that the Apple Store is a safe and trusted place ahead of the uh, European Union changes. As you may know, the European Union's Digital Markets Act is an antitrust legislation that is forcing Apple to create alternative app stores. The company has released um, 17.4 with support for what's called app marketplaces. But Apple is doing its own marketing just to remind you that you can trust things that are in the app store, at, at least were to believe that. Now, I will share with you in a moment about a uh, app that popped up recently in the Vision Pro store that didn't have some of the features that Apple fully expected. But they want you to – here's a quote from a message that Apple has displayed. Welcome to the App Store, a safe and trusted place to discover amazing apps and games, explore timely in-app events, and browse daily stories and recommendations from our editors. So that's a, a quote from them. Let me tell you briefly about this. It was a uh, an app. Let's see if I can remember this off the top of my head. Um, I'm not sure. But there was an app that popped up in the Vision Pro um, store. And it was a vision tester, or they they claimed it was a vision tester. But hidden inside of it was a pirated movie site so that you could watch movies 
that you did not own or that you had not rent rented. And so how did that get through? That's a good question. If Apple is approving things, and that's been one of the complaints from developers for a long time, is that Apple has been very uh, keen on restricting access to certain things that they either feel are competitive or um, you know may not fit the market. Obviously, you can't get any adult content. You can't get uh, you know they threaten to take certain content providers and block them. Um, some of social media stuff that they may or may not agree with. They have uh, they've blocked those in the past or they've refused to approve them. But every once in a while, something gets through, and that's kind of interesting to see what happens. Uh, there are some additional Apple rumors that are out. Apple has been reportedly working on multiple foldable iPhone prototypes, according to uh, the information, which is a, a website. I saw this mostly on Engadget. But the uh, the first Samsung Galaxy Fold, by the way, had an interesting gap between the two screens. Um, and, you know, people were complaining that fuzz and crumbs and things like that were, were falling into the, into the gap. So rumor has it that Apple is working with uh, their designers to create a tough, a tougher foldable iPhone uh, that won't have this noticeable gap and hopefully won't collect your uh, trash and your lint and your crumbs. So there you go. Uh, Apple also released their 17.3.1. It has the latest update there. It's supposed to fix a few things. Uh, Let's see. Maybe I'll share with you a little bit more about that when it come when we get back. Uh, is it is it worth updating? Probably. I haven't seen anything break. Uh, I updated it both on my phone and on my Apple TV. So so far no problems. But let me dive a little bit deeper into that in just a moment. Uh, it's online tonight. I'm Max. Stay tuned. This hour is Geek Speak, continuing on our theme of things that are in your ears. Uh, Geek Speak is where we take a tech term and turn it into plain English right before your very ears. Uh, This hour's Geek Speak is IEM. This portion of the show is brought to you by Paramount Plus, your favorite Nickelodeon shows, all the Star Trek series, the Transformer movies, plus Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning. And we were able to watch the Super Bowl right there on Paramount Plus. Now streaming on Paramount Plus. Find out more about all the different shows they have to offer at OLTTV.com slash stream. That's OLTTV.com slash stream, S-T-R-E-A-M. Now, for I-E-M, definition is in-ear monitors. They are devices used by musicians and audio engineers to listen to music or to hear a personal mix of vocals and stage instrumentation for live performances and recording studio mixes. They are often custom fitted 
to an individual's ear to provide comfort and a higher level of noise reduction, especially good for live bands, especially arena bands. An example would be a drummer, let's say, uh, and they may only want to hear the click track uh, themselves, the drummer, the lead guitar, and the lead singer. They may not want to hear the background singers or the synth player, etc., so they can have a custom mix right in their ear. The bass player may not may only want to hear themselves, the drums, the lead singer, and nobody else. And it also cuts out all that all that screaming and background noise. I went to a when my little one was younger, I went to a Jonas Brother Hannah Montana concert or a Miley Cyrus concert, and the screams from the fans were so loud. I was glad that they were wearing their their IEMs. Most musicians have a custom mix so that can only hear what they need to on stage. There's a great video uh, on YouTube where you can hear uh, the black pink is a band and they, and you can look up their in-ear monitor feed uh, where that has a click. It tells people when to dance, who's supposed to start singing when it's very interesting. That's this hour's geek speak. Three fifty seven Magnum, the original point and click interface. This is online tonight. Now here's Max. All right. So what confused me regarding that Apple update seventeen point three point one is normally Apple has something called a CVE or the Common Vulnerabilities and Exposure Document, and they didn't provide one with seventeen point three point one. So we don't know if it addressed any security issues, but the primary update was because of a uh, duplicate text issue or overlapping text while you were typing. And so the company uh, issued this fix, which definitely addresses that particular issue. So wanted to share that with you because I wanted to make sure you had all the information. Some of the weird things I found online recently that I thought I would share is something called the earthquake bed. Now, I have a I have a fear of earthquakes. I'm not a big fan of them. And I'm sure you've heard of things like um what is it called when you have a safe room? So you have a safe room in your in your home in case of a burglar or kidnapping or or something like that. Well, there is a company that has created an earthquake bed. And basically it is a reinforced giant cabinet for the lack of a better term. And it becomes the base of your bed and it has like a trap door in it so that if there is a, a horrible earthquake, it drops you into this overly reinforced box and seals you inside uh, so that you can then be found later uh, during the recovery of, uh, of an earthquake. And it has enough room inside of this this uh, cabinet or this unit to have things like extra water, some food rations, and things like that. So in the middle of the night, if there is a gigantic earthquake, it can just drop you right into the protective uh, case unit, and then the building can fall around you and 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 uh, land on the and the box and everything, and you're still fully protected. Uh, I. 
I uh, have a fear of earthquakes. Live in California, which is probably not the best place to to live when you're afraid of earthquakes. And we've been having quite a few, at least down in, in the San Diego area. Uh, so this this definitely caught my attention, and I thought, hmm, huh. I have no pricing information. I don't know when they'll be available or if they're available now. But I uh, will keep my eye on it because I am interested. Do you work in an office where you are constantly having to move your coworkers' chairs around? Well, Nissan has created a chair that will intelligently park itself. And it will, by day, the chairs are, you know, inanimate objects. People can roll them around. Uh, by night, they go back and they find themselves where they're supposed to be. It uh, looks kind of interesting. I don't know. I don't. Re- we don't really seem to have that much trouble here in the office at uh, the studio locations with all our little rolly chairs and, and things like that. Our chairs are fairly light, so we can j- easily just nudge them and they, they move along. But it, it kind of reminds me. A little bit of our Roomba. After our Roomba finishes vacuuming, it automatically finds its charger and it uh, docks itself. So in a way, this is kind of like a self-docking chair. So that's that's pretty interesting. Nissan, I normally think of Nissan as a car company. I don't really think of them as a, as a chair provider, but uh, it was kind of neat to see them offering that. Um, if you find yourself up in the... The UAE or the United Arab Emirates, then you might want to check out uh, a new Instagram hotspot. Apparently, it is the longest suspended infinity pool in the world. And it is at the, oh, let's see what the location is. Uh, it's in Dubai and it's in one of the newly opened skyscrapers called One Zaabel. I'm probably killing that. But uh, it is the home of the world's largest cantilever building, and on it, it has the longest suspended infinity pool, which measures over 390 feet long. So if you are one of those people who find yourselves in Dubai and you want to take some interesting uh, Instagram shots or something like that, you might, uh, you might try to get yourself in there or something like that. Uh, There's been a lot of press recently about Disney doing good things or bad things. Like, are you on board with the new Splash Mountain refurb or are you not? But apparently a man bought a ticket in 1978 for $8 uh, for Disney World in Florida. And he never used it, uh, specifically for the Magic Kingdom. Well, he showed up at the gate the other day and they let him in. So that was kind of neat. So go digging through your... Uh, scrapbook and see if you have any e-tickets or passes or gates that you might be able to use and Disney may or may not honor them, honor them. So that's that was kind of a fun story. Always nice to see when older things work. Stay tuned.
looking around for the phone number, it's 1-800-39-ONLINE. 1-800-396-6546. Online tonight. I like the way this man thinks. If at first you don't succeed, destroy all evidence that you try. This is Online Tonight. Now, here's Max. All right, still a buzz from the game. Fantastic. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, not everybody in my group was as big a fan as I was. I didn't have, well, I mean, I had some skin in the game and that I did some betting. Uh, my name is Max, by the way, name of the show, Online Tonight. Hey, if you did some online gambling, give me a ring, 1-800-39-ONLINE, 1-800-396-6546 is our toll-free telephone number. Uh, or if you were in Vegas and you just made a, a bet, um, then then let us know. Or did you do the little pool? Very interested to see what you guys uh, did out there, what y'all did out there to uh, celebrate the Super Bowl. This portion of the show is brought to you by Mint Mobile. Hey, it's not Ryan Reynolds. Mint Mobile is cheaper than those big carriers, so you don't have to buy your socks from the thrift store. Ew. And it must be good, because Ryan's mom was in a commercial. Go get something good at OLTTV.com slash mint. That's OLTTV.com slash mint. I don't have to spell mint, right? So the phone lines are open, 1-800-39-ONLINE. You can text or email us. The text is 951-395-1017. 951-395-1017. You can email us, show at onlinetonight.com, show at onlinetonight.com. And, of course, I'm still eating some of the stuff. I made wings this year and uh, had different sauces, uh, primarily hot sauce. I, I tried battering them slightly different this year. I actually liked it a little bit better. Uh, so I'm going to probably continue in that, always tweaking a little bit to try to make things even better, and then my Victoria made some Rice Krispie treats, but we don't—we're not like the traditional Rice Krispie treats that use marshmallow and things like that. We melt down a candy bar or two, and then we throw in some uh, Rice Krispies, and we we stir those up, and then we make little little mounds or uh, hay hay bell hay barrels or hay bays or I don't know what you call them. Uh, they taste good, though. That's the important part. One of the things – let's get back to some tech news. One of the things I, I'm very excited about on the new Samsung S24 is this circle-to-search uh, capability. That's that's really neat. Um, and so people have been asking, when, when are we going to get it on our phones? Well, apparently Samsung has the exclusive on that. So it, it shows that it is a, a Google feature. And they have the exclusive of that until after September or through September. Uh, Samsung is saying that it will be available on other phones starting in October. Uh, like most Google features, search, Circle to Search will eventually reach the other uh, devices. Uh, but primarily this year, the Galaxy and the Pixel phones are going to have it earlier than others. Uh, Samsung, as you know, released the Circle to Search uh, as part of the S24 series, 
And they are bragging that the early sales are smashing records. Uh, the uh, the uh, here's a quote from Samsung in the Netherlands. The Galaxy quote the Galaxy S twenty four not only opens the door to the future of communication, but it is also one of the first phones to feature circle to search with Google, and it makes the S twenty four unique, as this functionality will only be available on Samsung and Google devices until September or October of this year. So there you go. Uh, as you know, Google is introducing more and more features and some other AI tricks uh, to the operating system, and Samsung will be getting those early, and you will be able to check that out. I disagree with this article. This is from uh, Gizmodo, and they're saying that your phone is not listening to you. All right? Now, explain to me how... It's not listening to you. Let me give you a scenario. I lift up my phone and I say the H-E-Y-S-I-R-I word. I don't want to say it now in case your, your phone goes off for some reason. But I use that prompt and then a little bubble pops up and says, what can I help you with? Which means that the microphone has to be on the whole time. It has to be listening to me the entire time. But Gizmo, uh, Gizmodo says that the myth that your phone's microphone is constantly on and is listening to your conversation and selling the data to advertisers is one of the most pervasive myths about technology. Uh, well, if you add that last part about selling your data to advertisers, well, then I, I might agree. I might agree with their, their take on that. But the microphone is constantly on and it is constantly listening to my conversation to see if I mention the assistant keyword. If it could not respond if it wasn't listening. So the, your device is definitely listening for those keywords. And who's to say that they are, uh, that's the only thing they're listening for? I don't know. Has anyone else experienced that weird scenario where you're in the car? And you're on your way somewhere and you're talking about something like, you know, we should really look at that new self-parking Nissan chair for the office. And then the next time you head over to your favorite news site, you see ads for chairs. I have not searched for ads for chairs. So it's not like it's in my search history. I only talked about it. And now I'm getting ads. That is too big of a coincidence for me. For someone like me, uh, that just seems to be too much of a signif- uh, too much of a coincidence. Uh, our friends over at Tom's Guide are saying that Alexa can detect your baby crying and lull them back to sleep. And you can uh, there's instructions on how you can set that up. But what they're trying to share with you is that the Alexa is definitely listening. It is interpreting sounds. It's not just listening for keywords. It has the ability to detect when your dog barks. It can tell when your uh, child is is crying. It it knows a lot more than just listening for a keyword. And, oh, I saw this really interesting video on um, TikTok or YouTube of a parrot who apparently has been talking to 
the Alexa and it has been ordering eggs and apparently has started talking to Alexa about farts. So that is kind of interesting. Now, apparently, uh, according to Tom's guide, you can turn off the baby feature by going into the Alexa app, going into routines, and if it's if sound detection, if that's turned on, baby crying, uh, water sounds, beeping appliances, dog barking, snoring, coughing, you can uh, add those or delete those. So if that's something that you're interested in, then you might want to go and check that out. A little bit more news from Samsung regarding the Galaxy Watch. They have received FDA approval uh, to help track sleep apnea. So if you suffer from those types of things or you suspect that you might suffer from those things, this Samsung Health Monitor app uh, will be available a little bit later this year and may help you with those those areas. Uh, the South Korean firm uh, has already gotten approval from the Ministry of Food and Drug Safety there. Uh, they got that last fall. And that was for breathing interruptions and as well as some other things that are associated with sleep disorders. And although uh, doctors are warning smartwatch users that it might not be the most reliable tool, at least it will give you an idea uh, if you need to go and talk to a doctor and get a better test. If, you're, if your uh, watch detects these certain things uh, and you didn't really know that you were that there was a condition that you may have, it might be worthwhile now going to your health professional and saying, you know, uh, I've been wearing my watch or my Fitbit or my Apple or whatever, and I've noticed these few little anomalies. Is there a better test? Is there something that we can can do to to make it better? Uh, I always believe that that's not bad. If you rely on it solely and and you self-diagnose, not a good thing. Get a professional opinion if you see something that's askew on your phone or on your watch. It's online tonight. Stay tuned. This hour's bookmark. This is cupids.org slash cupids hyphen undie hyphen run. The day after Valentine's Day is when Cupid's undie run happens in cities all over the U.S. It's a one-mile race, uh, which is more than just an excuse for participants to show off their underwear. It's a fundraiser for the Children's Tumor Foundation. Brought to you by Anchor. You probably have uh, know that I use their dongles. They call them hubs. The Anchor 655 USB-C hubs, 8-in-1, includes an SD card slot, micro SD card slot, two USB ports. Those are 10-gig ports. Audio, Ethernet, and HDMI, all in one sleek little device, available in two colors. Check out all that Anchor has to offer at olttv.com slash anchor. That's olttv.com 
slash anchor. So if it's something you might be interested in doing the run and raising money for the Children's Tumor Foundation, then check out this hour's bookmark this, cupids.org slash cupids dash undie dash run. This show looks just as good with or without your 3D glasses. This is Online Tonight. Now, here's Max. All right. So a couple fun things for Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day is this coming Wednesday. Uh, there might be a couple things that you are you might be interested in. Uh, I found this one over at Target. Lego Icons Bouquet of Roses Build and Display Set for Valentine's Day. Uh, it's called Kit Number 10328. And it's around 50, 60 bucks. And it is a, it looks like red roses with some, uh, what is that? Uh, what is those little white things called? Um, I'm not sure. Holly or, no, not Holly. Uh, it'll come to me in a minute. But it is, uh, it, looks, it looks very pretty. And you can put them in a vase. Doesn't need water because it's all plastic. Uh, but you can help assemble those and and put those together and and make them make them available. I'm, uh, you might check other places because it looks like it's in and out of stock. So you might uh, you might check some of the other stores. Uh, s- still on Lego, I love this little thing that I saw. I can't really tell how big it is. I don't think they're very tall because it's only like fifteen bucks, twenty bucks. It is. The Pixar's Eve and Wally Lego set, and you get to build the little uh, the little figures from Disney Pixar's Wally the movie. Uh, the kit is called the four zero six one nine buildable Lego figures. Uh, each one has pretty good detail. I like I like the way Wally's little eyes look. I think uh, maybe Eve's eyes are a little farther apart than. Than I would expect, but uh, together they look they look very cute. And the thing I I thought was also very interesting in regards to this Lego set was that for Eve they give you a clear block, so that from certain angles it looks like uh, Eve is hovering, and uh, that's that's pretty neat. When I was a kid, I was fascinated by the Viewmaster. And I am still trying to find out if this uh, place that I found, Uncommon Goods, is for the photos or if it's for the viewers itself. And that is uh, something that I will need to look at. But I was fascinated by Viewmaster and it's it creates 3D images for you as you look through this little – Back in the day, for me, it was a red plastic item, and you would look through it. I remember very clearly the uh, Goofy standing on a diving board, and it was it was really really neat. It was my first exposure to anything uh, three dimensional that wasn't my normal day to day vision, uh, and so that's partly why I became fascinated by three D movies. Anytime a three D movie would come out, it, especially in the early 80s I would go see it so whether it was a, a you know a horrible B movie horror movie 
Uh, if it was in 3D, I'd go see it. Jaws in 3D had to go see it. Um, there were a lot of fun 3D movies back then. And the theaters at the time were using those magenta and the blue, the red and the red and blue glasses. Then, then things got a little more technical and we were wearing the gray polarized glasses and those, uh, that experience was, was pretty good, but I still, even now, I still think that the Muppet vision and Captain EO, the technology they use in those theaters are fantastic because it looks like the the pie is hovering right above your, uh, you know, the row in front of you and that you could reach out and grab it. What I'm finding now with Real 3D and some of these other places is that you uh, – the 3D starts from the screen and then goes back. It, it doesn't come out at you. So it's not coming – it's not in the visible space right in the row in front of you. I feel like the 3D starts from the screen and then the depth occurs back. Like when I saw Avatar in 3D, I, that's how I felt. I felt like I was looking into a box as opposed to the the shots and the characters and the weapons or the trees hovering above the audience in front of me. Because I, I like to sit a little bit farther back. But for 3D movies, in some cases for me, it's better to sit closer. How do you feel? What do you feel? What what uh, what do you like about 3D? What do you not like about 3D? Some people say it gives them a headache. Some people love it. Some people prefer the, the kind that come out over the audience versus depth behind the screen. Give me a ring, 1-800-39-ONLINE, 1-800-396-6546. And let me know if that's something uh, that you have an opinion on. Would love to discuss 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 it with you. Wow, I am um, my mouth is still burning from the wings and the hot sauce. Another thing for Valentine's Day that you might be interested in is what's called the memory film keychain. You can put one to ten photos in that, and it looks like an old thirty five millimeter canister. And then you pull the little tab and all these beautiful full-color photos will slide out and you can look at them. That's kind of a neat Valentine's Day. It's pretty unique, I think, especially if you put in some photos of, of you and the family or maybe where you met or where you went on your first vacation together or something like that. It might be a fun little gift. Don't forget, you can head over to OnlineTonight.com or you can check out the show notes Uh, You can drop us a a question or a comment right there on our contact page. And, of course, the podcast. You can listen to it right on the website or you can subscribe. Stay tuned. Online Tonight is produced and copyrighted by Smart Family Media. All rights reserved. Host Maxwell Smart. Producer and other hats worn by Victoria Smart. Views and opinions expressed are those of the host guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, affiliates, or other advertisers.